Welcome, crypto fam, to the number one daily Bitcoin pod, episode number 1500. Let's get this mofo lit, shall we? In today's show, I'll be breaking down the latest Bitcoin technical analysis. And also this just in, over 80% of all the Bitcoin has not moved in the last six months, making a new all-time high. So massive shout out to all my long-term hodlers out there. Also, in a report today, I'm going to be sharing the British Virgin Islands court freezing three arrows capital assets worth over a billion dollars. We're also going to be discussing Argentina's president, El Loco, Javier Malay, issuing a major deregulation measure via a new executive order. Also, breaking news, BlackRock recently upped the cash, which it plans to seed as Bitcoin ETF by 100x. I'll be sharing the latest. We'll also be discussing Bitcoin reaching a million dollars per coin. This isn't out of the question, according to the Fox anchor, Charles Payne. That's right. I'm also going to be sharing with you the latest from the high priest of Bitcoin, Max Kaiser, warning us of the hidden dangers in the upcoming Bitcoin ETFs. That's right. BlackRock sinister fake Bitcoin ETF plot exposed by Max Kaiser. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market, all this, plus so much more in today's show. Yo, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience with video, visit my YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Net. Happy Christmas Eve Eve. I'm your host, JV. Today is December 23rd, 2023, two days away from Christmas, one week away from 2024, two weeks away potentially from the approval of a basket of Bitcoin ETFs. And also, we have a Bitcoin halving looming now less than four months out. So very exciting times. Let's kick it off with our market watch as we do each and every day. We can see Bitcoin still in the green, trading at roughly 43,900 at this current moment. We have Solana up 6%, trading at 103 bucks. Ether pull back, but still above 2300. We also have Cardano pulling back while BNB, XRP, and AVAX are pumping and in the green. And zooming out on the monthly to get a broader perspective, we got Bitcoin now up 17% on the month, Ether up 11%. So Bitcoin is outpacing ETH. Uh, Solana's up 80%, Christ's sake, and AVAX up a whopping 120%. Insane gains overall in the crypto market. And checking out uh, coinmarketcap.com. Let's get a refresh for the latest data. We're pumping. We're at 1.67 trillion as far as the market cap. We're roughly 48 billion in volume in the past 24 hours. Bitcoin dominance 51.4% with the Ether dominance at 16.6%. And my question for y'all, how high do you think the Bitcoin dominance is likely to climb for this bull run? Do you think we'll hit 60, 70, potentially 80%? Let me know your thoughts. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers of the past 24 hours, we got Elf leading the Pack, Santa's little helper, <laughs> up 17%, followed by Mina or Mina, up 17%, followed by Pancake Swap, up just above 14%. Below that, we have Render, Stacks, Beam, and Immutable. Now, which altcoins are you most bullish on for this bull run? Let me know, fam, in the comments right down below. And checking out the crypto bubbles to get a visual perspective of the overall market. You can see massive gainers on the daily. Mina's up 19%, Elf 16%. We got RNDR 11%, Beam 10%. IMX 9.5%. Pretty impressive gains overall. And if we zoom out on the monthly, 
insane. This is why I feel we just had an alt season. You got many of these altcoins up multiple hundreds of percent, which is insane. Shout out to Barack Monfils uh, Evangelista, just gifted a membership to the channel. It looks like you just blessed OG Backroad Crypto Bootleg. So congratulations on becoming a paid member of the channel and getting it gifted by Barack. Show him some love in that live chat family. We appreciate it. You can see Sats up almost 300%, Bonk up 300%, Stacks up 136%, HNT 217%, Ordi 126%, Algorand 75%, Good Lord, Solana 77%, ICP 99%, just massive gainers overall. You also got AVAX 115% and BTT 144%. And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, we're currently rated as 70, Greed yesterday 74, last week 67, and last month at 66, and Greed. So there you have it, my crypto fam. Let me know if you guys are currently bullish for the price action closeout of 2023. Again, we're gonna get a yearly candle close here in the next week. So it'll be interesting to see how high we climb. The current annual peak is 44,750 approximately over on Coinbase. Do you think we'll rip through that, break 45? Let me know your thoughts, family. But anyways, let's kick it with our Bitcoin technical analysis. Check out some of the charts where the Bitcoin price action is likely to go next. Here we go. Here's the latest. Bitcoin is set to wrap up the year outperforming all the major traditional assets. Are you surprised? <laughs> According to data from Kaiko Research, the crypto is up more than 160% uh, thus far this year in 2023, despite tight macroeconomic conditions and headwinds of the crypto industry. Just a few companies are ahead of the Bitcoin performance, including NVIDIA Corp, uh, which has jumped 241% year to date, outpacing Bitcoin's 163% gain. Now, was there some uh, news reports of Nancy Pelosi on this uh, particular uh, stock, let me know, because I don't know too much about it, but I did see some interesting things out there on X. So here's the risk-adjusted returns sharp ratio. It shows you NVDA outperforming everything. And then we have Bitcoin in the orange. Below that, we got MicroStrategy. Then we have the NASDAQ. Then we have Coinbase. Then Tesla, Ethereum, the S&P, gold. Sorry, Peter Schiff. You, you, you coulda, you shoulda've um, capitulated many years back. Then you have Brent and bonds. So yeah, Bitcoin clearly leading the pack minus NVDA. Now, Kaiko's analysis breaks down the Bitcoin price action throughout the years into three stages. Bitcoin traded almost always between twenty-five and thirty thousand dollars between March and October, dropping sharply and hitting multi-year lows mid twenty twenty-three. However, following BlackRock's filing for the spot Bitcoin ETF on June fifteenth, the crypto market price rose above. 40,000, uh, quoting the report here. So despite a somewhat boring middle of the year, Bitcoin has one of the best sharp ratios of any major asset this year, second only to the semiconductor giant NVIDIA, whose stock more than doubled from January to May on AI excitement. Okay, so that's an AI company, which explains it as AI has been going parabolic as well. Now, the US SEC is expected to make their final decision in early January, a couple of weeks out, on whether to allow spot trading of Bitcoin via ETFs, exchange-traded funds. Companies in line for approval include all the major Wall Street players, notably Fidelity, which has $4.5 trillion in assets under management. We got Wisdom Tree. We got ARK and 21 shares. We got Van Eck. And of course, we can't forget the big boy BlackRock, the world's largest asset manager. And it's planning to seed its product 
with $10 million. Keiko's analysis points to the reverse of Bitcoin's correlation with the stock market index, NASDAQ 100. So according to the company, Bitcoin has often been portrayed as a hedge against inflation compared to the digital version of gold. However, its value is predominantly influenced by macroeconomic factors, the performance of the U.S. dollar, and stock market trends. This trend began to reverse this year with a consistent downtrend from January to July as Bitcoin rallied in a reversal into late summer as it stalled under 30 Gs. Now, the most rapid decorrelation came recently as Bitcoin broke 40,000. It remains to be seen whether this decorrelation will continue as equity indexes, including the NASDAQ, continue to break all-time highs, according to this report. So there you have it, family. And checking this out, this just in, over 80% of all the Bitcoin has not moved in the past six months, which is a new all-time high. So massive congratulations to all my Bitcoin hodlers. Well done, family. Hodling pays dividends. For real, for real. Shout out Jeff Rhodes. I appreciate the super family. Says congrats on episode 1500. Thanks for all your hard work. Thank you, Jeff. And I appreciate you sending your very first super over our live stream. Means the world to me. Thanks for all your support. And thanks for all your gifts as well as far as the memberships to the community. We appreciate your family. Anyways, fam, let's kick off our next story of the day. Discuss the latest with Three Arrows Capital and a billion dollars of their funds being uh, frozen. This, I believe, is in the British Virgin Islands. So here's what's going on over here. Check it. Digital assets worth over a billion bucks belonging to the founders of the now defunct crypto hedge fund, Three Arrows Capital, have been frozen by a court in the British Virgin Islands. And according to the firm's liquidator, Tenio, the court's decision bars co-founder Suzu and Ky Kyle Davies, as well as the latter's wife, Kelly Chen, from transferring or liquidating the digital assets. The liquidator estimated the frozen assets to be worth $1.14 billion, while creditors are owed more than $3 billion. And since the collapse of their firm, Three Arrows Capital's co-founders have been accused of attempting to frustrate the liquidation process by firstly filing for Chapter 15 bankruptcy protection in July of 2022. The objective of the filing was reportedly to block the liquidator and creditors from seizing the firm's assets in the United States. Now, the co-founders have also faced allegations of evading subpoenas, and in June this year, the liquidator asked the court to impose a fine of $10,000 per day on the non-complying Davies and remarking on the British Virgin Islands court freeze order. Here's what the liquidator shared. The worldwide freezing order has been sought in connection with claims that are being pursued by the liquidators that allege, amongst other things, that the founders should be held responsible for causing the Three Arrows Capital position to deteriorate by an amount that is equivalent to the value of the freezing orders sought. So after the collapse of Three Arrows Capital, both Zoo and Davies went into hiding, but the former's luck ran out in September when he was arrested in Singapore and was subsequently handed a four-month jail sentence. So there you have it. My crypto fam, how do you think this would likely impact the market now that those funds are frozen? Well, I guess they owe it all to the creditors, so hence they're taking it away from them so they can't liquidate it. But just goes to show you, if you have capital sitting on any bank, it can be easily confiscated. The only way they cannot take your crypto is if it's in a cold storage wallet and if you refuse to hand over the private keys. So there you have it. But we still have so much to cover, so let's dive into our next story of the day. The chat is lit. I appreciate all the feedback. Let's discuss the latest of what's happening in El Salvador, not El Salvador, my bad, in Argentina with 
El Loco, Javier Malay, and yeah, Feliz Navidad, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, uh, Kwanzaa, and all that good stuff. We appreciate you tuning in during the holiday season, family. Here's the latest. President Malay has launched the first batch of measures focusing on reducing the footprint and reach of the state in Argentina. As he promised during his campaign, December 21st, Malay issued a national emergency executive order that modifies and eliminates some of the most relevant laws that regulate work, rent, product pricing, and other aspects of the Argentine citizens' lives. Now, how many of you are in uh, Argentina right now? Let me know. The executive order titled The Decree of Necessity and Urgency, Bases for the Reconstruction of the Argentine Economy, grounds its action on the economic crisis that Argentina is currently facing, arguing that the only way of overcoming the situation is to revamp the country's economy. Quoting the document here, the national state will promote and ensure the effective validity throughout the national territory of an economic system based on free decisions adopted in an area of free competition with respect for private property and the constitutional principles of free circulation of goods, services, and work. And for this objective, the order calls for the deregulation of trade services and industry throughout the national territory, declaring all restrictions on the supply of goods and services void and converting all state companies into limited companies, preparing them for the upcoming privatization action. Now, the 366 article emergency order is garnering immense opposition from lawmakers in the Argentine Congress, which can void it from both chamber repeal by a simple majority. Analysts and experts are already questioning the constitutionality of the uh, changes for the existing regulatory framework, stating that they could even lead to the legal action against Malay. Now, Raul Ferreira, a law professor at Buenos Aires University, shared the following. The decree is openly unconstitutional because the legislation that is intended to be carried out with the aim of permanence has to be made by Congress. So there you have it, family. I mean, other big news in uh, Argentina in particular, which we covered on the channel a few days ago, they said that contracts can now be settled in different currencies. It doesn't have to be the Argentine peso anymore. It could even be cryptocurrency such as Bitcoin. So will he go against, continue to go against uh, the, the state and go against the central bank? He did declare in many of his speeches that he was going to put an end to the Argentine central bank. Remember the chainsaw? I refer to that as the central bank Argentine massacre. Let me know your thoughts, family. And what are your thoughts on El Loco, Javier Malay. Do you think he'll continue to follow through with what he was preaching during his campaign? Let me know your honest thoughts. I appreciate it. But anyways, fam, we still got a lot to cover. So let's discuss the latest with BlackRock and the Bitcoin ETF, which I know is on everyone's mind right now. The headline reads, BlackRock seeds 10 million in Bitcoin ETF eyeing a smooth debut in 2024. So here we go. Recently, the hype around the spot Bitcoin ETF approval has escalated with a market frenzy and BlackRock appears to be prioritizing a different approach. Instead of aggressive advertising, the company seems focused on ensuring a smooth and substantial launch for its ETF. As hinted in the recent filing, BlackRock updated its Bitcoin ETF app following the SEC meeting with all applicants as anticipated approval date of January 10th approaches just a few weeks out family now here's blackrock strategy shift while many companies have been amplifying their campaigns blackrock has been subtly refining the strategy rather than bombarding the market with flashy ads the firm's recent actions indicate a deep focus of ensuring the solidity of the success 
of its ETF. This commitment was underscored by BlackRock's decision to update its Bitcoin ETF app following a pivotal SEC meeting with all applicants. And as eagerly anticipated, the approval date of January 10th looms. And as the Bitcoin archive pointed out here, BlackRock is seeding their Bitcoin ETF with 10 million in cash on January the 3rd, which is what? Another 10 days or so out, just days before the SEC expected to give approval. And you can see here, this was originally shared by the ETF analyst, James Safart. I'll read it to you out loud. On October 27, 2023, the seed capital investor and affiliate of the sponsor, subject to seed shares, comprising of 4,000 shares at a per share price at 25 bucks. Delivery of the October 27, 2023, total proceeds of the trust from the sale of the seed shares will be uh, in 2024. The seed shares were redeemed for cash and seed capital investor purchased the baskets comprising of 400,000 shares at a per share price at 25 bucks. The total proceeds for sale, the seed creation baskets were 10 million. The trust purchased the Bitcoin with the proceeds of the seed creation basket on January 3rd. 2024. So there you have it. Now, on December 22nd, a flurry of activity was witnessed as several firms, including BlackRock, Hashdex, uh, Pando Asset, unveiling their updated presentations and amended S1 filings. And for BlackRock, the spotlight was on their app detailing the launch of their seed creation basket on January 3rd of next year. This term denotes the initial set of assets or securities traded for ETF shares during the fund's inception, a foundational step in the ETF creation process. Now, now, in a notable strategic move, BlackRock's revised prospectus revealed plans to seed its spot Bitcoin ETF with a whopping 10 million, which is really like 10 cents to BlackRock. But hey, this marks a monumental increase from the initial 100,000 seeding observed in October. So they're virtually 100x in their initial seed. Now, the substantial capital infusion underscores BlackRock's strategic positioning in response to the competitive market landscape, choosing substance over spectacle. Now, clarifying the approval timeline, here's the latest. There was a bit of confusion, uh, confusion when the news circulating. Some false reports hinted the ETF approval would happen January 3rd, but Bloomberg analyst James Safart clarified this is a misconception. He highlighted that BlackRock's plan to inject $10 million in seed funding on January 3rd doesn't directly signify an immediate ETF launch, although it can imply a soft launch shortly. Shout out, Zero. We appreciate you gifting a paid membership of the channel. It looks like I see who got gifted. Dirty Bird, you've just been blessed and gifted. So please thank Zero for the membership of the, sh of the channel. We appreciate it. Uh, here you go. James Safart shared, putting this here so everyone understands that this is not a final or approval or effective document because I can see the hype building a bit too much. Now, seating its vital uh, is vital for launching an ETF. It represents the initial investment that allows the ETF to start trading in the market. This capital helps in creating the primary units of the ETF, ensuring shares are available for the investors. So while BlackRock's investment is a significant move, it sets the stage for the ETF eventual debut, marking a solid beginning in the crypto ETF sector. So there you have it. And curious, how many of you have seen the new ETF ads? Uh, Bitwise already launched three of them with the most interesting man in the world. Th those ones are pretty uh, lit. And then Hashdex, I think it was Hashdex, uh, just launched one. Uh, and their focus was using the word crypto for ETF versus Bitcoin, which was uh, quite interesting. But let me know if you saw those ads. I've shared them on X. I know a lot of people have been sharing them as well. And let me know if you've actually seen any of them on TV yet. Appreciate all the gifts, all the memberships being blessed right 
right now. Uh, we just discussed the latest with BlackRock, our next story. Let's discuss this $1 million price prediction from Charles Payne, the guy from Fox, the anchor, who was actually interviewed by Natalie Burnell in the Coin Stories podcast. Then we'll discuss the latest with the fake Bitcoin ETFs, according to Max Kaiser and what's going on over there, which is pretty uh, interesting. So here's the latest with Bitcoin reaching a million dollars, not being out of the question, according to the Fox anchor. Fox business anchor Charles Payne is a Bitcoin investor, and he sees the price of one coin potentially soaring to a million dollars. You damn straight. In a newly published interview, which we did a react session to on Rumble a couple of days back, just FYI, the financial program host waited in on the pros and cons of investing in stocks versus Bitcoin and explains why he thinks the government may conspire to capture it. That's right. In a Thursday episode of the Coin Stories pod, shout out to Natalie Burnell. Payne argued that the stocks, unlike Bitcoin, give the shareholders exposure to a great business and lets them partake in building the capitalist system that upholds the United States. Bitcoin, however, has a greater upside. It could potentially go to a million dollars per coin, he shared, quoting him here. But also it has the ability to revolutionize what has become overbearing government intervention. Government interference, he continued, Preach. Payne claimed that such government interference may invite state backlash, with politicians attempting to assert the crypto movement with central bank digital currencies, which we all know is coming down the pipeline, it was written. Now, such currencies act like fiat, but in the digital form, directly issued and controlled by a central bank and are often promoted by Bitcoin's harshest critics. That's right. Of course, if you're anti-Bitcoin, you're going to be pro-CBDC because you're an enemy of Bitcoin. And what's the escape valve from the CBDCs? Clearly, it's Bitcoin. Now, so far, Western nations appear generally opposed to CBDCs due to privacy concerns and a lack of trust of the central bank. Now, yeah, you got to be literally insane if you trust central banks, fam. Should citizens reject it, pain fears the state may force them to use it. Well, precisely what they're going to do. Quitting him here, I want to see Bitcoin prevail, and I think eventually that it will. It's got universal potential to change the world and lift so many boats <laughs> that really are in a hopeless situation right now. Amen. Now, Payne's prediction is shared by the likes of BitMEX CEO Arthur Hayes, who claimed in an October post that hyperinflation could push the Bitcoin price to $1 million per coin within the next three years, which would mean by the year 2026. Let me know your, if you agree or disagree with that sentiment. We also have uh, Mr. Samson Mao says we can potentially see a million dollar Bitcoin price in 2024 off the back of the ETF approvals. Let me know your thoughts on that prediction as well. Now let's discuss banning Bitcoin. Can it ever happen? Well, the anchor first heard about Bitcoin back in 2013, so kudos to him, but he was hesitant to enter the market since he wasn't sure how its supply was guaranteed to be fixed at 21 million coins. The assets fixed supply is frequently touted as an advantage over printable fiat currencies, which Payne said affords governments powers that don't wish to forfeit. Now, earlier in the month, we had Jamie Dimon, the CEO of JP Morgan, recommending to Congress the Bitcoin and other cryptos should be banned entirely. And then, of course, Senator Elizabeth Warren uh, since pitched legislation that would make crypto app developers, such as bank-like anti-money laundering requirements, which critics are calling an effective ban on Bitcoin. So they're shaking in their boots. They're scared. Definitely a good sign for us because they want basically you not to have Bitcoin because they can't control it. And if they can't control it, clearly they don't want you to have it. Now, shout out to Natalie Brunel. She made this post, the one and only. Charles Payne joined me on the show this week. We talked about his family building the American dream, the journey and sacrifices and going from poverty to wealth, lessons on investing in stocks, his big TV break. 
is stocks versus Bitcoin or stocks and Bitcoin and choosing hope over apathy and anger. Charles Payne is all about staying grounded, telling the truth and stopping the excuses. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with his sentiment and his prediction. The Bitcoin is destined for a million dollars per coin. Now let's dive into our featured story of the day. Discuss the latest from the one and only high priest of Bitcoin, Max Kaiser, warning of the hidden dangers in the upcoming Bitcoin ETFs. BlackRock's sinister fake Bitcoin ETF plot exposed by the high priest himself, Max Kaiser. The headline reads right here, Max warns of the hidden dangers of the upcoming Bitcoin ETFs. But I want to start with his actually thread that sparked this whole conversation. He wrote this on December 20th at 9 p.m. In 40 years of finance, I have never seen such coordination and cooperation by so many financial institutions working hand in glove with the regulators and politicians as I'm seeing with the coming wave of the Bitcoin ETFs. I think we may be in for an unwelcomed surprise. Now he adds a little content surrounding this. Seems like all these Bitcoin ETFs have agreed to cash in, cash out. Investors will track the price but have no claim on actual BTC. It's a fiat money version of Bitcoin. Simultaneously, Washington is apparently looking to ban self-custody. If this is true, it's exceptional. Due to the size of the highly coordinated bait and switch by Wall Street, in Washington. The best way to beat this is to move to Bitcoin country, El Salvador. So this was off the back of the news that Swan Media is sharing here. Just in, firms are anticipating a decision from the SEC on Bitcoin spot ETFs shortly after January 8th. They are optimistic about approval, but with a caveat. Unlike the typical ETFs, this Bitcoin spot ETF would require shares to be purchased exclusively with cash. This requirement stems from the SEC's concerns about ETFs potentially being used for money laundering. A detailed report in this development is expected soon. And Max added to this thread uh, right here. The timing of this is also interesting. A conspiracy theorist might say these 69,370 BTC are now a key part of the collateral backing these ETF rollouts. He's referring to the Bitcoin from Silk Road, which got basically uh, forfeited by the U.S. government. Now, the government and their proxies get the benefit of the price appreciation on their actual Bitcoin as billions flow into the new fake Bitcoin ETFs. And this was on the back of the news by Gaber Gerbax. U.S. appeals court approved the forfeiture of 69,370 BTC from the Silk Road case. People are speculating if and when the U.S. government would sell the coins. I wonder why one that can just print money would sell hard assets. Just a thought. Now, I also think the same way. I think they're most likely going to hold on to these. Will they give them to BlackRock? Like, what's really going on behind closed doors? You got to be able to read between the lines. So, Max continued the next day and added this context. GBTC has approximately 600,000 Bitcoin, making them the largest Bitcoin hodler in the world. I have read they had 620,000. I've shared this many times on the show. Now, the deal with the government to get ETF approval via the SEC, Chairman Mr. Gensler, and remember Barry, referring to Barry Silbert, the head over there of GBTC slash Genesis, has been caught engaging in accounting irregularities. So needs a friend in the Department of Justice. Is it to make those Bitcoin easily available to the government in cer certain circumstances, like an economic emergency? That is 100 already 
already baked into the cake. So he's calling it out right there that they're colluding and doing some sort of shenanigans behind closed doors. And then he added here, this is highly unusual, supports my theory. We'll find out soon enough. And this was breaking news. The SEC is holding rare conference called today with all the spot Bitcoin ETF applicants, according to Fox Business. You know I mean, the Black Rocks, ARK Invest, Fidelity, and of course, the SEC. So what are they really talking about? And then he mentions here, this is unprecedented breaking news, holding this conference with all the major asset managers. And interesting that it all has to be cash in, cash out. Hence why he's calling it fake BTC. Now, he also shared some other interesting news. Good news. We're looking into a Bitcoin ETF to list here in El Salvador. Let's freaking go. That'll allow Bitcoin in and Bitcoin out. I think this is what we were all anticipating initially now. This will be a unique product in the world. All 13 of the Bitcoin ETFs waiting for the listing in the United States are cash in, cash out, just fiat versions of Bitcoin. So there you have it. Now, if El Salvador launched their own spot ETF that allowed Bitcoin in and Bitcoin out, clearly would be a superior product to all of the ETFs in the United States. We also have news that Hong Kong is now entertaining applications for ETF uh, as well from applicants. This is more competition and game theory playing out in real time. So shout out to uh, Hong Kong as well. So we may get ETFs in Hong Kong, ETFs in El Salvador, and then of course here in the United States. And also there's talk in the Middle East, uh, places like uh, Saudi Arabia, um, what is it, Abu Dhabi and Dubai potentially launching ETFs as well. Now Max added some more context. Another way to get exposure to El Salvador's incredible growth story, all getting great feedback with a plan to take the El Salvador Stock Exchange public in 2024 via the Bitfinex securities here in El Salvador. Another major development. We're also looking to list a real Bitcoin ETF with Bitcoin in and Bitcoin out as well. Not like these fake ETFs like BlackRock. Now, we all know Bitcoin is the ARK and uh, El Salvador is the place to be, especially with this Bitcoin adoption and Bitcoin City and Bitcoin being a legal tender. Now, Max also shared breaking the holiday season, El Salvador achieves a milestone. More people are fleeing America and migrating to El Salvador. Reverse migration is picking up speed. The Bitcoin ETF will be a real Bitcoin, not the fake Bitcoin like BlackRock. So he's ultimately blowing the whistle. He don't like what is happening and they're offering a solution and doing something about it. So more power to them in El Salvador. He also shared here, I got asked to do a Bitcoin ETF ad for a European outfit for like 500,000 euros, but they also do ish coins. So I said no. <laughs> he also shared here, the US needs Bitcoin as a strategic reserve in the name of national security. I was the first to write about this years before Jason Lowry. I coined both hash wars and hash race. So shout out to the high priest. He also just shared, as predicted, El Salvador will be the fastest growing economy in the world, and we're not using leverage. We're eliminating crime, violence, corruption, and bureaucratic waste, and unleashing economic freedom and the force multiplier, Bitcoin. That was off the back of the news that Stacy shared. The economy grew 3.6% in the third quarter. El Salvador rocket ship to the moon. El Salvador keeps winning five more years. Oh, that's right, because isn't the presidency in El Salvador instead of four years like the US, I believe it's five years. So if Bukele gets reelected, it's going to be lit. And you already know the people are supporting him. So I can't wait to hear the good news personally. Now let's dive a little deeper into the story here with this headline. 
and share the latest. Prominent Bitcoin advocate and financial analyst Max Kaiser, the high priest, raised significant concerns about the upcoming Bitcoin spot ETF. His warnings come amidst the financial community's heightened anticipation for these ETFs, which are expected to bring new level of mainstream adoption to Bitcoin. And according to Max, these financial instruments may not be what they appear to be at first glance. The US SEC is set to approve Bitcoin spot ETFs as early as January. Let me know if you feel we'll get that approval by the 10th. This move has also been long awaited by many in the space as a positive step towards integrating Bitcoin into traditional finance. However, Kaiser's insights suggest a different narrative. As I mentioned earlier, it seems like all these Bitcoin ETFs have agreed to cash in, cash out, which is now official. Investors will track the price but have no claim on the actual Bitcoin, a fiat money, a Bitcoin version. Uh, simultaneously, Washington is apparently looking to ban self custody. Not a good look, but they'll never ban self-custody. They can try. So good luck with that, fam. Not going to happen, in my opinion. Kaiser, leveraging his extensive experience in the financial sector, warns that integrating Bitcoin into ETFs might not be entirely beneficial for the crypto industry. His concerns stem from observing what he describes as unprecedented coordination amongst financial institutions. He said he's never seen anything like this in 40 years. And we know he was an insider at Wall Street. So he has the background. He understands what's actually happening. Kaiser's central argument is that these ETFs are set up for cash-in, cash-out transactions, meaning investors will be exposed to the Bitcoin price movements without actually holding any Bitcoin. This approach could potentially create a fiat money version of Bitcoin, which you don't want that. We want the real thing, detaching the value from the ETFs from the real-world utility and principles of Bitcoin itself. Additionally, there are rumors that Washington may be looking to restrict. Well, we know it's not a rumor. We know the bill from Senator Warren is actually trying to do that. They're trying to ban self-custody alongside the approval of these ETFs. Now let's discuss El Salvador's Bitcoin haven. In response to the developments, Max advises a radical approach. Relocate to El Salvador, which has embraced Bitcoin as legal tender. There's only one Bitcoin country, fam. His suggesting suggestion underlines the contrast between El Salvador's open embrace of Bitcoin and what he perceives as the manipulative tactics of Wall Street and Washington. He also highlights significant financial move towards El Salvador, which he currently has 150 53 people who pay a million dollars donations so they can get their citizenship. He's also shared a hack. If you're looking to relocate to El Salvador, you can do so for as little as $90 a year. Reach out to Max Kaiser on X if you're interesting or interested in that because he's like an ambassador trying to get as many people to relocate from the U.S. to El Salvador. And adding to the intrigue, Gerber Gabax, as we mentioned earlier, took note of the government's recent forfeiture of the 69,000 Bitcoin confiscated from Silk Road. Kaiser specul speculates these confiscated Bitcoin may be used as collateral for the new ETS, which would benefit the government and proxies through the price appreciation of the actual Bitcoin. And at this time, investors pour billions into the so-called fake Bitcoin ETFs. So there you have it, my crypto fam. Let me know your thoughts on this breaking story. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in our live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode. HODL!